The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that? How could this? It's my. It's how I commune. It's how I commune with my dolphin brethren. No, I am, Gr- I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm the baby brother. Griffin, why are dolphin. you? Why are you communing with dolphins? You know how there's a spe- there's a type of people mm-hmm. in the world who um, have a chance encounter with a dolphin, and then that's like their whole lives. Usually, they're an art teacher. Uh huh. Um, I did not know until I had a chance encounter with a dolphin that I'm one of those people, and now I'm all about that endless ring of light. You know. The like Echo the, the Dolphin? Is that what a blowhole is? I guess it's a novel. Maybe you should maybe you should go to a library. I think in Echo the Dolphin, doesn't he swim through endless rings of light? There are light rings. Guys, dolphins, I don't know. I don't they're just big, slippery, perfectly designed piles of muscle. Just sinew. designed it and sinew and they're so glorious. And I got to touch one and kiss one when I was in Mexico. Way for me the majesty of a dolphin versus a like a beautiful horse fuck i think we've said before that dolphins are just the horses of the sea despite the fact that there are things already called seahorses out there those are <laughs> right you think they would get the title but no, no. those are bullshit. griffin may i ask you an impertinent question mm-hmm how good a kisser was the dolphin? Really great. This is a fun story. My the uh, the trainer who was like leading me on uh, it was called Dolphin Discovery, and it was the most inexpensive of the dolphin packages. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dave's Discount Dolphin. It was so fucked up. Half of them are manatees. We the, don't we don't the, pay that close attention. The travel agent that booked this excursion for us, because when you stay at all inclusive resorts, that you have excursions because you have to find reasons to get away from the the comfort of it all the paralytic comfort um and he was like there's three packages there's discovery and then there was like two others more expensive called like extreme zone and the the royal (laughs) extreme zone i don't like the sound of that that sounds like it was so fucked up because in those more expensive ones he basically said like in mexico they let you do more stuff with the dolphins (laughs) You get to, like, third base. He said you can do more stuff with the dolphins because they have, quote, quote, unquote, because they have tequila. And when he said that, the world became a little bit less of a special place for me. (laughs) But I kissed the dolphin, and the trainer, as I was, like, going up, like, ready to just fucking lay one on. His name was Pakal. As I was getting ready to lay one on him. She goes, Griffin, have you ever kissed a boy before? And I was like, hey, why did you just put me on blast in front of my fiance in this, like, huge family? <laughs> Griffin, have you had a gay experience before? <laughs> Let's all talk about it. Let's talk about it. And then I had to, like, stand there and be like, I hesitated for a few seconds, like, thinking, like, have I ever kissed a dude before? <laughs> yeah. I lied. I said no. I didn't um, want Pakal to feel less special. Did uh, did it, it, if you tried to pull something with the dolphin, would it? Would they try to charge you more? Like, hey, 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 you didn't get the royal package. No you touching. To, well, no, no I mean, yet. I'm not talking. They don't let you fuck the dolphin. I'm not talking about <laughs> dolphin prostitution. But they do place your little like safety tank right next to their extreme zone tank, where no shit, they would have you lay in your on your belly in the water, and then two dolphins would come up and press and swim against each of your feet, propelling you into the air. And I was like, fuck! That was like 30 extra bucks, and it would have been totally worth it. I, I, I got now, to just kiss them. 
How much do you have to pay um, to kill them with your bare hands? If you want to kill one dolphin. That's the double royal package. And then Mm -hmm. there's the triple royal, which is where you kill a dolphin while another dolphin watches. How much do you have to pay for the dolphin to end your life because you're suffering? Um, How much for a dolphin Asia, Griffin? That's what I'm asking you right now. (laughs) I just need a dolphin angel of mercy. I don't think you can get that through the travel agent. I think you have to book that on the side, Mm. and I think you can really only get it after you've established a certain level of trust with the dolphin and its trainer. If you're just some random gringo who's strolled down for the weekend, they're not going to let a dolphin kill you. Right. They don't know what you have. Can we not say kill? Can we say release from this mortal (laughs) burden? Yeah, and if a dolphin kills you consensually... Mm-hmm. Then your spirit is released into the the dolphin the dolphin life stream. That's actually the only way new dolphins are made. It's a really weird life cycle for dolphins. Yeah. How do you? How much do you have to pay? It's kind of it's it? basically like the Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you have to pay to uh, kill a dolphin yeah. as it kills you, yeah. and you get to ride it into heaven? <laughs> How jealous will everyone in heaven be? Uh, I'm St. Peter. I've been up here forever. I've seen it all. Whoa! Whoa! Holy shit, that dolphin's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, I put them on him while we were in the stratosphere. I killed some sunglasses, too. So you come to heaven. And I I killed these sweet sweet Tommy Bahama jams so they could come with me up to heaven, And I killed a a case of Corona so I could bring that also. Uh, as you've almost certainly guessed by this point, this is an advice show for the modern era. Um, let's get into it and let's help some folks out. I'm 18 and I want to get a tattoo. Problem is my parents don't want me to get one. Normally this wouldn't be a big issue for me, but I don't know if my wanting a tattoo comes from the fact that I actually want one or because I just want to do something to rebel against my parents. What can I do to sort out my confusion? That's from thanks. Uh, that's from uh, Tattoo Snafood in Toronto. That's so rare for people to realize that they're that they're rebelling, that they're they're doing something other than. It's a remarkable amount of insight. What, for yeah. Call me person. crazy, but I almost feel like because you're having the insight, it means that you're not just doing it because your parents want to do it, but don't want you to do it. Because it's like if you think about it and you say, "Wait, am I just doing this because my parents don't want me to do it?" And like by recognizing that that might be a factor, and then still wanting to do it, it almost seems to cancel it out. Chav, you have more tattoos than Justin and I put together. How many of them were done out of rebelliousness? Um, only one. But uh, it was uh, rebelling against myself. Yeah. I showed me. Yeah. <laughs> Dark. You really I don't know. Lo- I- you really lost your religion with that. Is it which one? Which one are we talking about? It's the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. That one was just a big fuck you to myself. I feel like I, <laughs> that I one's don't... on you forever. Yeah. No, I know. I'm really feeling it. You know, it was a huge punishment for something. Did you? Did we talk about how you're going to Scotland? And how you're going uh, to... And how I'm going to fucking ride the Nessie Hunter boat no, and do the sonar how, and shit? I, no, I think Justin's saying how you're assumedly going to remove your shirt at some point, And someone's going to look at you and say, in a Scottish accent, I'm not going to try to do this fucking guy. Well, that is why <laughs> I don't plan on undressing in Scotland. <laughs> Ever. Yes. The, um... <laughs> I think the, the tattoos are, are pretty personal. The only reason you should want to get one is if you really 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 want to get one i mean really really because they are gonna be there and i'm gonna say an obvious thing and but it still needs to be stated when you get a tattoo not only is it always going to be there it is going to say something about you all the time you know like i have a pineapple tattoo on my wrist and like every time somebody sees it they instantly go oh a pineapple Ah!" and it's like oh, yeah, no, now I have to, like, engage with you on this and tell you all about the tattoo on my wrist. It's like, you're, basically, it's like getting advertisement on your body that says, like, hey, ask me about this. Yeah, and if if you're gonna do that, then... You may as well get actual advertise. See if you see if you can commoditize Ooh. yourself in for like maybe uh, maybe like right over your left breast for like MGD sixty four. Sure, mm. something where you're gonna get payment out of it. Mm-hmm. Or Why free your- lunches. Sometimes like restaurants will have like you can eat free lunch here forever if you get our logo tattooed on your. It face. says pins oil across your butt cheeks in a manner that makes it look like your butthole is the O. 
Oh, free oil changes for life. I guess. Or maybe you could get a tattoo that looks like a birthmark that signifies you as the last in the line of some kind of royal family line, and then you could become like the king of Denmark. You're asking for the king Ralph now. Yes. I I, I think it's actually kind of weird how little, how infrequently, I think about the fact that I have a tattoo. I have a fairly prominent tattoo on my left arm, and unless I like really think about it, it when, when I actually notice and remember it's there, I, it, it's actually kind of weird to, because I have forgotten about it to that extent. Mm-hmm. Like that's how little consideration I give it day to day. Um, and the one on the back of my leg, forget about it. Oh, I, I got the one on my shoulder blade, and every time I see it, it's like an out of body experience where I'm like, whose shoulder is that? Who did that? I think there's a ratio between. I think everybody forgets about their tattoos, so the more, like, shocking... If you did get Pinsoil Butthole Tattoo, I think that the disconnect between, like, you're, you're never thinking about it and the first time somebody's seeing it would be, like, world-shattering. Like, somebody's like, it says Pinsoil on your butthole, and you're like, oh, that's right, no! <laughs> <laughs> How could this be? Oh, God, it, it's like... It, it's like, um, Clean Slate. The movie Clean Slate. Or maybe Memento. That's basically the same thing. Basically the same movie. Uh, uh, so I hope that helped. Use one of those old yourself apps that you can download, and it lets you take a picture of yourself, and it turns like your face old. Do you know? Do you know the apps I'm speaking of? I don't think they're gonna get the Mike Tyson their first time out. I think they'll probably get like a discreet ankle tattoo. No, you gotta no, take a picture can, of your butt and then you, age it and picture a pinzoil tattoo on there. Right. You can. You can actually, Travis is right. You can use other parts of your body on those old yourself apps. They don't tell you that. Uh, my friend Justin Minsker did it on his torso, and it made his nipples look like eyes, and his belly button look like a mouth. It was real funny. (laughs) Okay. So, we hope that I'm just saying you can have fun with apps. (laughs) You don't have to use apps. You don't have to use apps in the way that they tell you to use apps. You can have fun (laughs) with them. They're not just for business. You can have fucking fun with them. Right. Why is no one talking about apps? They're out there. They're fun. You can have some. They should say there's an app for that, but something else, too. It should be the you know, phrase. With all the shit that's going on in the news these days, mm-hmm. how about a little bit of app news? You know what I mean? Just some like, hey, there's Star Wars Angry Birds. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thanks, Where's that news? CNN? How about this, guys? Uh, you could call it, what's happening with apps? Why not just call it, what's happening? Fuck! <laughs> uh, Griffin, do you want to do a Yahoo or do you want to answer another question? I feel like we didn't help that last person too much. Uh, As opposed to normal. Yeah, you mean all people ever. This Yahoo is sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers User Question Mark who asks, What's the most pain-free way to become blood brothers with my roommate and best friend, Adam? Me and my roommate want to become blood brothers, but neither of us want to cut ourselves. What would be the most pain-free way for us to cut ourselves? Where would it hurt the least? Should we be afraid of bleeding to death? That's from uh, question mark. Wait for your period. I don't think <laughs> his best friend Adam is going to get there. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes when you're growing up. All the other people are getting them and you think, I'm never going to get mine. And then can we your have visitor a, comes. Can we have a brief minstrel aside? <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick minstrel sidebar. I fucked up so bad this week. I was I was in a meeting um, with with some of the reporters on the site, and one of them um, told me that um, their brother had adopted a dog, a female dog, and that he quickly discovered that the dog was having its period, and this horrified me because I had never thought of dogs as being something that could do that. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was entirely a human invention. Because I'm six, and I don't think my dad ever had to talk with me. It, it, not it about dog. Be... I'm sorry. I do not think the the uh, scope of the talk, quote unquote, <laughs> I think there extends are... to dog periods. I think there are super responsible parents out there who say, now, ladies, for um, for several days out of each lunar cycle have periods, and it not just human ladies, but dogs, fucking cats, dolphins, snails. I think if you're a dad, though, or a mom, you're going to find that your knowledge of how far down that path it goes 
is going to dry up pretty quickly. Because your kid's next question, obviously, is going to be, what about bees? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to look him dead in the eye and say, I don't know if bees get periods. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, are you happy? Let me pick out the Encyclopedia Britannical Periods Edition. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can just ask Jeeves and horrify him. Jeeves, what gets periods? (laughs) Jeeves? Jeeves is like, how long do you have? Sit down, get comfy. Get comfortable, crack open a beer. It's gonna get weird in here. Here's a cup of hot cocoa I made you. Because I'm for some reason also a butler. Crack a window already, it's gonna get live. Does it cast a shadow? If so... (laughs) It'd be easier to answer what doesn't get periods. Rocks. Trees. (laughs) Armchairs. Clouds. Rain is just cloud periods. Nope! (laughs) This is accurate. This is scientific. Um, I saw that on Bill Nye. I think the most pain-free way... Well, it's not pain-free, but you don't have to put additional un, unrequired pain. Is just wait till you both accidentally cut yourselves naturally. Mm-hmm. Like on a... Like, well, cliff diving or something. <laughs> Try to use your iPhone. Why won't you pick up? This is going to clot soon. <laughs> you got to get down here. You can uh, always just get those necklaces that were like two halves of hearts that look like they have broken in two and said like best friends forever. But the cut. one side just said like B E F R I F O R and then half of the E. And then you cut yourself with them? And then you cut is yeah, is it saying? sharp? And then that... you jam it in each other's eyeballs. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think we want to trade eye viscera. Well, and then you switch them. So you pluck out the eyeballs and you switch the eyeballs and then you can see how the other person sees. We're eye viscera brothers. Mm-hmm. It's a That's totally than blood. it's a totally weird thing. We're marrow bros. Marrow bros. <laughs> Super marrow bros. <laughs> That's good. Why don't you just wait for a nosebleed? And then like sneeze into Oh god. And then like rub your nose both? blood into his nose. I'll give each other Eskimo kisses while having a nosebleed. Ugh. What about jizz like jizz pals? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh everybody, can we just like go to the movies and see Pacific Rim and yeah. maybe go to Max and Irma's after and not trade bodily fluids Did to you, prove our love. Are you guys not blood brothers with anybody? I'm blood brothers with you. You? That's not. Come on. We're not even blood brothers with each other because we haven't fucking cut ourselves and slapped each other's palms with it. Our DNA is very similar. You must say D and D. Yeah, our D and D is so legit, and it's very, it's very similar. You're telling me you have never look at this strand of D and D. You have never locked friend, uh, locked friends. You've never locked eyes with a best best buddy forever, and been like, let's let's give each other some hemoglobin. I actually feel like I did. I have done that. Who'd you do it with? Alex White. Hmm. Cut ourselves. Cut ourselves on a. uh, this wire that was sticking out of a out of a tennis net. <laughs> Excellent we choice. Excellent, Excellent choice. choice. Rusty as shit. It was sharp as shit, and it got the job done. And now I feel a kindred a kindredness with him. <laughs> can you tell when he is in strife? I can tell when he's eating a really good plate of cheese fries. <laughs> I can tell when he's dying of tetanus, and it's all the time because <laughs> he has it now. Well, if it. he goes and I go, it's that fucking Dragonheart shit. Justin, who did you, who are you blood brothers with? Some of my friends in college did gang burns on the lighter. <laughs> you had the best group of friends in Is that, college. Does that count? Some of them still have scarring. If you see my friend Jason, ask to see his arm. Is that just where He's you gotta, light a lighter for a long time and then put that on your flesh? Or what, how put it on it? your flesh and you wait for it to... And then I, I think, and I didn't question this that, that much in college, but I think sort of um, essential to this is that you it can't hear, cure properly like the better it heals the less cool the gang burn is going to be because you definitely want some scarring going on there so is that a less painful option than like pricking yourself with a needle it's less like ghoulish i think Um, really really dog and probably funnier well yeah later because there are people that prick themselves with like diabetic people prick themselves every day for their for their tests and shit very few people burn themselves yeah Unless they have, like, chronic leeches or something. I didn't get one, and I actually started thinking about this last week. Like, I kind of I kind of wished that I had, because it would be kind of a funny story, and it would make me feel like, oh, there's a real reminder I carry around for my college days. And I actually, the thought 
crossed my mind and then another thought crossed my mind and I thought it's that ship's probably sailed it's, <laughs> I don't think I could get people over to my house to watch me burn my arm with a lighter anymore I'm 32 goddamn they years have to old. take care of their kids and they've got work in the morning right it, can you, you can you gangbang yourself by like 930 because I have to get home <laughs> why don't you if, if you want like visual reminders of your college age why don't you just get back into frosting your tips I, that could work. <laughs> I didn't frost my tips. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What, there was. I, there you was. would have so, frosted my tips. There was a hair though. coloring. You, you went with. I think you went with. Uh, what's her face to get it done? And there's some leftover stuff. And they were like, "We just put it in your hair." And you're like, "Okay." And you came home and you fucking had your tips frosted. I oh just my god, you're right. I forgot. That was not <laughs> frosting my tips. That was getting some highlights in. Because you're right. I did do home highlights, and it went poorly. <laughs> Does god, it bum you out that when I think pick- of college, Justin, I think of, I think of, fucking Justin McRoy hyphen Timberlake from "It's Gonna Be Me." <laughs> I wish I wish I'd had that kind of salon quality highlighting. It wasn't far off. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank know, you. it was, it was my first time. Shot for the stars. Uh, so our next question asker got a new job. She's uh, she handles reimbursements for gym memberships, which which their company gives out. But the employees have to turn in their bank statements to prove that they actually got this right. Uh, and usually they cross out the bank statements. But she says one of her coworkers submitted his statement without crossing anything out. And I noticed that the monthly charge from the gym it was right below a monthly charge to max fun on each month's statement. Hmm. The problem is I just started working here and this is literally the only thing I know about the guy. How do I bring it up and bond with this dude over our awesome taste in podcasts without being crazy awkward or seeming like a total creeper? That's from Sincerely. The new receptionist girl. Oh, you can't. You can. You You gotta get creative. Option one. Go to Mm maxfunstore.com. Buy my brother, my brother. Of course, Justin tries to work as much merch into option one as he possibly can. Option one, merch. If you want to go a little cheaper, if he doesn't respond, he probably doesn't listen to our show, and he listens to another show on Max Fun, unlikely as that may be to consider. So you gotta buy shirts from everybody. Uh, oh, buy buy a jumbotron message calling him out. I can't. Like, oh, I know just, you're a fan. Or submit a question. This guy. Everybody is like. Uh, this oh, guy no. is probably like. Wait a minute. Did I? Did, did I cross out my bank statement? Did I, did I cross Does she out also bank? know about my extreme restraints purchases? Oh no! You could start singing theme songs. God knows, I tried some awkward shit like that in high school and college. I can't remember anything specific. But when you think someone's into some something, and you're not like a regular human who can just say, yeah. "Hey, I noticed on your bank statement that I was looking at." Okay, you're right. There yep. is no yeah. actually cool way to do that. No, just I, <clears throat> there. There was like a month and a half long period in your life, Justin, where you were emboldened enough to make that kind of leap to sing a theme song in front of somebody. And I think it I think it pretty much aligned perfectly with when you had frosted tips. <laughs> they were highlights. <laughs> that was your power look. I think that maybe you could just lock the information away in your brain bank until maybe like you just randomly get to know this dude and then you can be like, "Oh, I noticed I was doing the thing." No, Ooh, like you can't. This is the thing though. It's to look at anything that is not like Big Ted's muscle barn. On his on his uh, uh, bank statement is an invasion of his privacy. She can't yeah. ever cop to it. Yeah, the, I mean, because the thing above that, the thing above that part on his statement could be the the, the jerk jerk off tavern. No, there's probably a better name <laughs> for it. But like a place where people <laughs> That's go. The weirdest bar I've ever heard. Yak- of. Yakov Yakov Jerkov's Russian <laughs> <laughs> masturbation house. It's That's like H- one of those places. A-U-S. It's like a Japanese capsule hotel, but filled with jerk-off capsules. <laughs> masturbating in it, happening mostly, <laughs> happening there inside the capsules. And it's owned by Yakov Smirnoff. And it's That's owned by him also. He's really say. branching out. He is branching. He's an out. entrepreneur. He's, a He's got a show in Branson that I would trade anything to go see. It's like it, it, you want to talk about my bucket list. It's just that. I believe you mean he's had a show in Branson for like 20 plus years. 
Right, and the fact that with every year, it becomes more likely that he's going to say, well, I've done it all. Time to wrap up the show. Time to die now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk into the ocean in Branson, and then I'll be like, And have a dolphin murder me. To put me out of my, in my country, dolphin kills you. How's that low-hanging fruit taste, Charlie? It was pretty good. <laughs> low-hanging. It's low-hanging, dominate, sweet. I know, it's me, it's a bit mealy, but that's okay. I got a Yahoo sent in to us by Julie Martin. Thank you, Julie Martin. Uh, and I've got a conspiracy theory, because this, this, this question was asked three months ago by okay. Yahoo Answers user Minz, who asks... What would happen if a shark got caught in a whirlpool or hurricane? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. When you get sucked into a whirlpool, you can't get out most likely, and you drown. Sharks don't need oxygen, so would anything happen to harm them? Now about the now about that hurricane. <laughs> would the hurricane be strong enough to carry the shark long enough that it would fall onto land? Sounds a little suspiciously familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, Sci-fi that's a producers. little sketchy. I'm not, I'm, listen, we all experienced the same moment of magic when we watched the Sharknado trailer together. Well, not together, not like in the same room, but like our fucking hearts and minds were connected in a moment of joy. Not because of the quality of the film itself, there was terror also. But the fact that we live in a world where that, that harbors a beautiful mind capable of dreaming up Sharknado. And you now, know, and now I, that fucking perception, that magic moment I had is fucking ruined because I think they're just dumpster diving into Yahoo Answers. Looking for topics. That, looking for topics to make their movies about. Do you think they could put together an entire movie in three months? I think sci-fi <laughs> can put an entire movie together in three and a half days. <laughs> I think they have to get, I think they have Lorenzo Lamas on container. <laughs> On retainer, they have, retainer. A, they have him in a. They have him in a. They gave Lorenzo Lamas a retainer, <laughs> in a container that they keep downstairs. They go downstairs to say, "Hey, Lorenzo." He's like, "Food time, feed, feed." And they say, "No, not feed time, not feed, feed." <laughs> we're, we're doing adult. We're doing a movie. It's about sharks and tornadoes. Are you in? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is gonna sound sick. We'll give cynical. you four walnuts, Lorenzo. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, this is going to sound cynical, so I apologize in advance. But, you know, you look at um, ancient Rome, right? And yeah. you look at the fall of, that, <clears throat> of ancient Rome and and people say, you know, you, you think about all the that civilization was producing such amazing things. If it had continued on, you know, who knows how how far we could have gotten. But I think if you look at America as as sort of a, a an empire that's had a really good run, I think. I do we may have gone sort of past like if we were to fall tomorrow and history you, you know dictated the rise and fall of america considering the fall was like post sharknado i, I think we've kind of done all that we were maybe constructed to do if you if you will pardon the pun I believe we may have jumped the Sharknado as a country, just as a whole concept. Well, first of all, nothing can jump a Sharknado. <laughs> fucking, f- fucking space shuttles can't escape orbit when there's a Sharknado. Um, Fair enough. And also, if you're saying that Sharknado is the peak that things are going to start descending from, then you no, obviously, no, 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 obviously no, 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 no. did not see Mega Fault starring Brittany Murphy, her final no. opus. <laughs> I'm saying we peaked at like in like with like the Godfather, maybe like that was where we should have gone out on. And then after that, it was all Sharknado and Cloud Atlas, and uh, it's all just been sort of downhill from. Are from Cloud there. Atlas and Sharknado on the same level of movie? They're, well, they're they're based on the same book. Oh, okay. Tom Hanks plays nine of the sharks in Sharknado. <laughs> and you know what? He is brilliant. He is electrifying. Tom Hanks is in a new movie where he plays Walt Disney, and he's all shucks, smiling, happy Walt Disney, and it makes me feel like I'm a crazy person, because are we just all going to pretend he wasn't a huge anti-Semite? <laughs> like, on the reg, professional anti-Semite all the time, all day, every day, hating Jews. Like, yeah. are we going to pretend that that's not the case and just make a movie about him? Is Disney producing the film? Yeah. Because if so, that's a fucking master 
That's a masterful move on their part. Because even if, if Tom Hanks was an IRL, if you had if you could attribute all of the terrible things that Mel Gibson has ever done to Tom Hanks, people wouldn't give a fuck about it. We would be forgiving him like mid sentence because of that half chubby oh, face of his is so lovable. Let's uh let's make some money of our own. Let's not leave it all for Tom Hanks and Walt Disney. Let's uh let's go to the money. I met this guy this weekend named Warby Parker. He's a he's a scientist. <laughs> And his specialty is glasses. It's bifocals. Okay? It's bifocals. So my buddy Warby, he says to me, Justin, this has gone far enough. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone. I'm going to sell prescription glasses starting at uh, $95, uh, including prescription lenses. Forget about it. And I'm like, Warby, you've lost your mind. Because Quick question, Justin. What is Warby short for? Warbleton. So okay. Warby says to me, no, that I, I know what you're thinking. It's a crazy idea selling glasses on the internet because, uh, you know, you don't get to try them on. He's like, so here's my plan. I'm going to uh, send people five pairs of glasses, right? And but they only wanted one. I know. I why, know is he burying, why is he burying his Warlington audience is very glasses. forceful with his, with his product. Is you're going to send him back four of them. And then you keep all smashed, one. smashed to bits, <laughs> smashed to bits. I hate these and this one and this one. And I hate them all. And what did Warbleton call this pro- this uh, program? The, uh, he, he's not very clever. He called it the home try on program. <laughs> okay. He needs some help there. But he uh, but it is a pretty good idea. And he's he uh, does non prescription polarized sunglasses from ninety five bucks and uh, prescription polarized sunglasses. Uh, from $150. And get this. This is the sort of the cherry on top. Uh, for every pair of glasses he sells, he's very generous. He's going to distribute a pair of glasses to someone in need. This guy, that. Warby, is making it fucking rain bifocals. I know. Everybody. I don't need glasses, and I'm going to start because of this. I'm going to go to uh, warbyparker.com. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com. And, uh, and it, here's the... Here's the the sweetest part. He said, if you enter the code my brother, all one word, then uh, you can get new glasses in three business days, rather than the usual, um, however long it takes. Ten. Longer than that, ten usually. I think ten business days usually. He's gonna give them to you in three because he's so tight with me, Justin McElroy. So go to WarbyParker.com. Met Warby Parker. I know he seems like a good dude. Go to WarbyParker.com. Use the coupon code my brother and get those glasses fast and get your face right what if you have what if you have 10 eyeballs can you keep all the glasses (laughs) i think you can but i think you're gonna pay a premium yeah (laughs) the mutant premium uh i have a message to to listener eric with a y from uh his cousins the regan brothers who says hi eric we know that chemo blows so we wanted to say hey cheer up the Mabim Bam Brothers totes rejected your cancer etiquette question, so we wanted to give you a chance to finally hear them their premium colon cancer goofs. Hopefully it makes all the nausea and fatigue go down a little easier. Signed, Tom, Joe, John, and Pete. Manzi. Hey, Tom, Joe, John, and Pete? <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Wow, guys. Just because just because you pay to do a, a message like this, you think this means you can just abuse us? We're not dancing monkeys. <laughs> Do you guys like how quixotically I just charged into that that message? That was a sensitive message, a very accusatory message. I was it just was. Like, I, I was just like, "Fuck it, let's just you know, let's just do this thing." I felt attacked a little bit. I but felt that's attacked. A, too. I mean, did you feel attacked by Griffin? Because I feel like that a lot. <laughs> I mean, physically, just, I mean, not like not like verbally. Griffin was just a messenger. I'm not going to fault him for that. And I just Griffin's also kind of a dick. Hey, shut the fuck up. Hey, Eric. See, get feeling better, buddy. Yeah, beat that thing. Yeah, Eric, we love your ass. Wait, wait! On. Not the part of your ass that has cancer, of course. We just want that gone. But uh, not the, rest the, of your the ass cancer. The, the part of your ass can stay, but the cancer on it sucks. Get out of here! Get out of cancer. here, you. Uh, Max Hazen, I got a message to you from, and this is just what was written here, so I have to read what's here. Philly cheesesteak and kiwi. <laughs> they say happy birthday to MBMBAM's biggest Canadian fan. Maxie, we love you, and this is the best slash most appropriate gift we could think of for you. 
Wish we could see you in person when you hear this, but such is life. That's from, uh, uh, he also says, P.S. Mario Lopez dispenser. Maybe that's hey. perhaps a private joke that they stole from us. Um, yeah, it's not so, not so private because uh, we, we said it a while ago to you. Ha- happy birthday, TM, to uh, Max Hazen. Uh, I hope it's a great one. Um, and I hope you can introduce us to your friends, Philly cheesesteak and kiwi. Which is also what I'm going to have for lunch. So Mm -hmm. thank you for putting that idea into my head. On that classic joke, I will move on to this, Travis. You know, I have a, I have a little, uh, anecdote today or no, a couple days ago while hunting for props for our upcoming show. I found myself in an adult store. Um, is, I, is I the don't show, want to say. Is this show two huge dicks of Verona? Oh, I need I needed some handcuffs for non-sensual purposes. Um, and I stopped into an adult store that I will not say the name of because I don't want to I don't want to cause any any bad blood. But let's just say it was named after a an adult magazine, and it was the skeeziest place with. Poor selection and uh, not quality product I've ever been in. I felt dirty and I felt wrong, and they did not hold a candle to Extreme Restraints. Um, why didn't you just go to Extreme Restraints? Because I needed it. I needed it fast. Yeah, I needed it that day. Yeah. Now, to be clear, Extreme Restraints may not be able to, to get you uh, sexual toys that day, but they do get them to you fast. It's the world's uh, greatest. In my opinion, uh, adult superstore. No, fuck that. Yet. That's not opinion. That shit. That shit is fact. That shit. We have categorical evidence to support the fact that it's the best sex site in the world. It's the best site in the world. Fuck Google. <laughs> Sorry, Google. You just. It's got also actually, they, they, they actually are changing the name of the site to fuck Google. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> penis pumps. Penis pump accessory. Large penis pump pills. These small are just a penis f- pump pills. Small penis pump. These are just maybe a few your penis is too big and you want to like make your penis smaller. These are just a f- these are just a few of the things that I've bought from extrememachines.com, <laughs> and you can get some of your own. <laughs> it's like the fucking eat me, drink me stuff from Alice in Wonderland. You have to take the large penis pills, but then you have to take the small half a small one to balance it out. If you want to get anything done with your day, mm-hmm. you have to take the small penis pill, or else you are exhausted by midday. This company is fantastic. They've always been so good to us. We love them very, very, very much, and we hope you'll go support them and use the coupon code SEXABUNGA. And you can save 20% at ExtremeRestraints.com. I hope you'll Jeez, shame. I love that every time you say Sexabunga, you get so, like, just happy. It's such a good code word. It is. And it'll be here for maybe another week. I'm just saying I don't want to be a defeatist, but hackers are everywhere, especially Chinese hackers. We get hit, like, a million times a day. Hackers. WikiLeaks. It's all. <laughs> I, we asked Snowden to build us a fucking firewall. But he couldn't because he didn't have corporeal hands. Yes, I'm still working on it, brother. <laughs> thank you, I thank you, Gustin. Thank you, Gustin. Let's move on. When will it be done, you ask? No. It's a secret. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name's Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. I'm Dr. Sydney. Yeah, you told me to introduce myself that way. We're the newest addition to the Maximum Fun family. Our show is called Sawbones. It's a medical history program where we detail all the dumb, hurtful, stupid ways that we've tried to fix people over the years. Have you tried to put mercury on your syphilis shanker? Or maybe you tried to drill a hole in your head because you heard it would reduce your blood brain volume. It probably didn't work. But the good news is you're in great company. You can hear all about it every Friday on Sawbones right here on Maximum Fun. I'm a chronologically fuck. Nope. I'm a chronically forgetful gentleman who constantly loses everyday things, keys, wallet, phone, etc. After losing my wallet several times, my aunt bought me one with a chain on it for my birthday. I found it very convenient. I don't think you need to read the rest of the question. First off, I just want to say, do you know how often you have to lose your wallet for word to get back to your aunt? (laughs) (laughs) Answer is a lot. Uh, Problem is... Uh, the fashion statement I'm making with this wallet is not consistent with my intended persona. This question asker works in a government office. He's 27 years old, and he just doesn't think it fits with his look. 
So he asks, am I good or is the stigma as bad as I fear? Mm. It's from Shackled in Silver Spring, Maryland. It's the it's the worst you can fear, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news that you already know. Would it be worse if the wallet was on one of those like janitor zipline key things? No, Travis, that would be fucking awesome. It's like this okay. pop this popcorn's gonna be six fifty and you're like, okay, vlip, zip money, zip zap, and you just let it go from your hands and it flies back into your butt. That's the best. That would be awesome. Ever. I feel like that'd be a pretty dope move. Here's the thing about it. As you get older, question asker, you'll find that things that would be otherwise convenient or sensible mm-hmm. but aren't fitting you have to fight against those because like that's how grandpas start wearing glasses with like the rope tied to them because like oh my glasses are always falling off i have to have a glasses rope well no you don't and it's making you look so old right now (laughs) but it's like but it's like a weird bell curve because when you're a kid you're just like i'm just gonna like velcro my shoes together that's so much easier but then like when you're an adult you can't do it but then when you're an old person bam back to velcro but it has nothing to do with age. You can't have a wallet chain and Velcro shoes when you're head to toe Armani. What are you fucking talking about? But imagine a fucking old about? ass man with like a, a wallet chain. Picture it. I can actually see it in my head, in my mind's eye. Here, it's pretty great. I, I, you, you oh, you know, it'd be great. You can do what they do at like gas stations and shit to make sure that people don't steal keys. <laughs> Where you attach like a big like a plank or like a toilet seat, attach a toilet seat to your wall. Put your wallet on like a, a tire rim, <laughs> and and then just you have to carry that around with you all the time. And people will be like, "You have a toilet seat and a tire rim hanging out of your pants." I don't. What know, I do? I don't understand. I don't think you need them both. <laughs> Let's talk about. Uh, I have a brief anecdote about convenience versus perception. Okay. My wife discovered a pizza bread in the fridge and she knew that I got pizza bread for lunch delivered from Gino's pub family fun center. So she said, did you not eat your pizza bread that you ordered for lunch? And I told her what I had done is ordered two of them uh-huh. because of a lunch concept I call doubles where if I get two of something for also lunch, a popular style of playing tennis. Uh, <laughs> this lunch in this lunch concept, if I get doubles yeah. of something I'm getting for lunch, mm-hmm. then tomorrow lunch is sorted, so I don't have to think about it again. And my wife informed me that this is an unacceptable practice. <laughs> oh, my- I've been doing this for years with dinner, and it is completely fine. Why don't- Order two dinners at a restaurant, <sighs> box one up, bam, lunch. I've actually been there when you do that, and the, the shame that it brings to my family is, is <laughs> crippling. I, Justin... Can I ask why you have, if you're going to go to town, you might as well go in a Lincoln. Why not Monday morning order septuples? <laughs> no one, uh, you've envisioned a world in which I, Justin McElroy, <laughs> husband of a doctor, am going to eat seven day old pizza. <laughs> I've, I've come or a world, to living. Or, or a world where the Geno's cashier answers the phone and says, what do you need? Seven pizza breads, huh? Can't do that. Can't. I can't in good conscience do this for you. Can't actually add that many up. Don't know how much it costs. No one orders that there's, many. There, there are government... The keys only go up to four on our board. I don't know what to tell you. If we try to go above that, government regulators swoop in and say, you, you, are, you, are, killing, you are killing this man. My point is that just because something is a good idea doesn't mean that it's going to make people around you think that, that you're smart. I mean, you just have to stop losing your wallet. You know, I, I lose stuff a lot because I have a tendency to, like, absentmindedly sit stuff down and then just keep going. And it's like, I, I know that I've sat my keys down at some point, but I can't picture where. And what I do, and I it's not exactly, like, a, a very proud moment, but I'll just loudly announce, like, I'm setting my keys on the dresser and make it active. It's it's pretty dorky, but it works, and I don't lose shit anymore. Do you ever sing, I, you ever sing a little song? <laughs> Dresser keys, dresser keys. <laughs> Will you be there when I need? Putting my wallet on the toilet paper dispenser <laughs> in the bathroom. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. What if there's pee on the floor? 
It's okay if it gets on my pants. I'm just wearing these for one day. But who am I, Mr. Buy a New Wallet every week when I get pee on it, guy? No. <laughs> Toilet paper wallet. You're my best friend and I love you. You know, people say Weird Al Yankovic has lost his step. <laughs> but I think his tunes are as fresh as they were uh, in the 80s. Is there anything worse than getting another person's pee on your stuff? <laughs> no. Poop? Even that seems more... Anyway, you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Yes. I got toilet paper wallet stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> jingles are back. Uh, this Yahoo is sent in by Ninja Farmer's Wife. Thank you, Ninja Farmer's Wife. It's by Yahoo Answers user Corey Lucas, who asks, Does dunking at 5'10 attract women? I can dunk, and I'm 5'10. Will that improve my chances of scoring with a girl? The funny thing about this, what it immediately, my, my immediate first impressions, is how funny it is to me that every so, we got a question very early on about like a, a sports car and picking up women and, and stuff like that. That idea of like there being this one magical thing, like if I could just, you know, if I could just play golf better, if I could just run faster, if I, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what women there are that sit there and go, oh, that gentleman can dunk. I definitely want and to he, copulate and with he, him. And he is not that tall. That is very uh, impressive. Uh, compared to other basketballmen. Perhaps they would make a wonderful partner for sexual congress. <laughs> Why on earth would this woman be watching a- amateur dunksters? That's her, a great that's a great on point. her lunch break. You are gonna have to you are gonna have to be a pretty smooth operator to be at a bar and be like, um, by the way, I got something special to show you. Why don't you come with me down to the Y? And I can show you my special. I know skill. the janitor. He'll leave the he'll, key under the he'll mat. Leave the key under. I am secretly. Psst, I am the janitor. Um, and we're just going to go inside, and I'm going to show you something on the court. It might take me a few tries. I'm. I'm a wee little man. It's going to take me a few tries to build up the courage to jump that high. Do you think it's more or less impressive when he just hangs there for a while because he's afraid to drop down because it's such a long drop? Who goes through all the trouble and successfully woos a woman back to the Y with him? He's like, okay, here we go. And he jumps too high and goes, oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't, this never happens. I always dunk it. They I, call usually me one take it I usually take it to the paint so hard and I don't get scared the like guy, a like a big the guys, boy. No, I'm serious. The guys jokingly call me Brian Dunkelman. That's what they say because I'm so good at dunks. I am also Brian Dunkelman and the janitor here. <laughs> they call me Brian Dunkelman because that's who I am and that's what I've been introduced to. <laughs> that's my name. It's the name my parents gave me. <laughs> so it's kind of a fun joke. Like my life. No, not like my life. <laughs> I'm so sad. Thank you for coming back to the Y with me. Could you close the door on your way out? Brian, if you're listening, we're sorry. It's just a joke. I'm sure you're doing something. The first time I read this question, I thought it was asking if dunking at 5.10 p.m. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, works well, 5, out. 5.10 a.m., maybe twice a day. Works out. I gotta fucking hurry. I've got a very narrow window. <laughs> to dunk. It's like on an equinox. You can stand an egg on its head. At 5.10, this particular person, the Earth's gravitational pull has released him enough for him to get ups. Is it possible that he means that the rim is set at five foot ten, that's, and all he has to do is like lift his feet? I don't think that's going to be particularly impressive to a woman or a man may, or a dog. Maybe this is a child, uh, like a seven year old, and then it'd be very impressive. If this is a five foot ten fucking seven year old, <laughs> everyone get in your cars and drive into the woods because that's where <laughs> you live now. We have a Titan situation. <laughs> Hey, uh, I got another question for you guys. Uh, the question asker asks, uh, I need vices. I don't like tobacco. I don't smoke pot. Due to medical problems, I can't drink alcohol anymore. Uh, I even have a low tolerance for caffeine. I hate going to parties with other 20-somethings because inevitably, I'm the weird guy standing around drinking water while everyone else has fun. Any suggestions for stuff to do? Uh, that's from least cool person ever in Corvallis, Oregon. 
You could be the guy that takes naps at parties. It's pretty good advice. Because I mean, sloth. Well, if you think about it, sloth is a pretty good it, sin. <laughs> if you think about it, smoking pot and drinking alcohol are really just leading to you getting sleepy yeah. and falling asleep. Sure. So just just jump the middleman and just go straight for the sleepy time. And then there's also meth. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> th- hear me out. Uh huh. Meth. What about meth light? Have you tried uh, <laughs> new meth, crystal meth? Who wants? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm into those uh, e-cigarettes. It's harmless. It makes everything smell better, and there's no danger, and of and none of the danger of tobacco. It's perfect. That's true. But you know, I there was a foolish time in college in which I was uh, I had decided not to drink anymore, um, and I understand this problem because I remember standing there. I think I was drinking a Gatorade, where like everyone else is getting drunk, and like it's the worst afternoon of his life. You never feel more out of place and like, I should just go. Because everyone else is on a different train than I am. My train has stopped and is not going anywhere, and everyone else is just powering towards Fun Station. The only and Shining Time Station. Travis's train has been placed outside a novelty train restaurant, (laughs) and children are climbing on it. Here's here's how I read this sentence Due to medical problems, he can't drink alcohol anymore. Okay, scratch that off the list. I don't like tobacco. Fine, scratch off the list. I don't smoke pot. You can you could. <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying that you don't now. So you're saying the question should read, I don't smoke pot and then parenthetically yet? Yeah. I'm I'm saying that this that's a thing that's one of the things. Your your answer's in the question. It's right there. You should probably also stop drinking water. Drink like a soda. No, you need to definitely hydrate. If you're gonna, you're gonna be smoking so much Kush, you need to hydrate <laughs> because of all the the nasty arb you're gonna be chiefing. You gotta <laughs> fill your lungs with water. And make sure you have it. some Skittles on hand. You gotta oh skittle late because you're gonna want those. You get high enough, you press them together, and you make little sculptures. And you eat them. You know, I always thought that that uh, munchies was a uh, you know one of those. You know, a funny thing to say that's not actually accurate. I have never felt a hunger. Oh it's a righteous hunger. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the, the the first time that I tried marijuana. Oh God, I wanted to eat everything. What other drugs have you done, Justin? <laughs> oh, 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 pretty much. Nani, unless you're listening. Nani's uh, definitely yeah. listening. Our daddy's listening. Our daddy knows about our salvia trips. But that's it. That's true. I did shrooms once. Because tonight oh, we clean in out our closet. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did shrooms. I ate an entire pizza because the flavor was just so well, amazing. You guys are going ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going ride or die. I'm locking my shit up. I killed a man. Okay, I great. I killed a man once. We didn't need to end the show, but I need to share my true shroom story. Uh, did I ever talk about this in the show? I don't think I did. No, I don't think we've ever discussed our hardcore drug use on the <laughs> show before, Justin. Okay, so I tried, I tried shrooms. I probably did too many for my first time. That's life. And uh, I'm at a, a friend's birthday party. We shall remain nameless. Uh, we're there for 30 minutes. And I remember somebody played the, uh, you know that slow motion Olsen Twins video? Uh-huh, where they pizza sing, party. Yeah, pizza party. So we're watching that. I'm thinking, man, I'm getting pretty high. And then my friend's family shows up (laughs) to this party, (laughs) his dad and his brother. So at that point, I've lost my mind. Oh, God, this is really happening. And so when uh, when I notice him coming in, I notice that his brother is carrying what appears to be a cake shaped like a giant penis and a cake shaped like a vagina. And I thought, oh my God, these drugs have not only taken hold, I am like in a full, I, I, you know, I'm in a full Hunter S. Thompson-esque delusion at this point. I have lost my grip on reality. As it happens, when my friend came under the influence of these uh, hallucinogenics, he had called his brother and said that he wanted him to make him a cake shaped like a penis and another one shaped like a vagina. And his brother, who is apparently the best brother in the world, uh, uh, acquiesced 
to this request. And this was a real cake. And actually, the reality of that cake is something that helped keep me grounded for the rest of the night. Because whenever things got too scary, I would return to the room with a cake shaped like a penis. And I remember that I wasn't so far gone. I wish I had done shrooms during my, my dolphin experience. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I, I can't. It would, have, it would have been like living a real-life Lisa Frank drawing. Listen, we've had a lot of fun here today, but it's time to get serious. Thank you for drugs are bad, program. and you should. Well, only do drugs that are natural, natural, out of the ground drugs. The ones that Jesus made for you. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You're the best. We want to talk, tell you about something really neat. Uh, we have entered into a, a a partnership, a team up, a collabo. If you a collabo with uh, Operation Supply Drop. So our friend. Tristan the Marine is is over in Afghanistan defending our freedom, and we want to uh, send him a little something. What Operation Supply Drop does is they get uh, collections of uh, gaming goodness together, and they uh, they ship them over to our fighting men and women, and we're going to do that for Tristan the Marine. He's over there with uh, uh, some of his buddies uh, providing intelligence support operations, uh, and he, it... it it looks like they could use some fun. They could use some laughs. So we're going to send them a bunch of video games. Uh, we're raising money and also raising actual games. If you've got something lying around the house that you want to donate or you just want to donate some money or you can't do that, you just want to spread the word, anything would be awesome. Go to operationsupplydrop.org and you're going to see Modern Era. That's the name of our, our supply drop that we're doing. Uh, we want to make it big. We want to send them a lot of cool stuff. And uh, we'd love it if you go could go and pitch in a few bucks. It's at operationsupplydrop.org. His top two requests, his top two requests are for a GameCube, four controllers, and a copy of Super Smash Brothers, and mm-hmm. uh, Game Boy Advance SPs with Pokemon games and cables for trading. How? Certain. How do you know? Our army rules. <laughs> it's the fucking certainly, best. <laughs> certainly, we could do that. So please go help them out. You got till August 11th, but don't hesitate. Don't wait. Go now. Go help them out. And uh, help spread the word. Don't send them regular Game Boy Advances. Those were terrible. (laughs) Give them the SPs. They need need them. They're compact. They can fit into their fatigues. They're not going to get any sand in those. They're not going to get any sand. They fold up. They're sandproof. They can hold them over their heads when they walk through the sand rivers. Mm -hmm. The non-backlit Game Boy Advance. You can't see that in that hot Afghanistan sun. Mm -hmm. They're going to fucking think they're catching a Mewtwo. And it's a a do-duo. And they're going to be so disappointed. And they're not going to be able to go on. They're not going to have the strength or will to fight. And then we're going to lose this war. And it's going to be your fault for sitting on this <laughs> shitty, this shitty model that Nintendo led the Game Boy Advance generation with. For some reason, I just don't understand it. Kids don't need to see outside, do they? Cool, cool. Just go ahead and launch that product. Pretty good product, Nintendo. Thank you to everybody tweeting about the program. People like Patrick, Doug Piker, Mitch Reeder, Portland resident... Uh, Sean Melsmer, Kathleen Duffy, Miles Tossel, uh, Andrew Tennyson, Jeff Fowler, Stymie. Thank you for tweeting about the show. Please share with a friend. That's the only way we can grow. Um, I'm, let me just uh, say really quick that Sega launched the Game Gear years before the Game Boy Advance and managed to figure out that people want backlit screens. Yes, Griffin, but to be fair, the Game Gear killed its batteries in 2.3 seconds. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was an illuminated 2.3 seconds. So It was fully colored as well, and it was beautiful for a second, and then you blinked and it was gone. Um, sorry, what were you going to say, Travis? I was going to say um, that... You may have noticed that we did not do farm wisdom this week, and that is because we need your farm wisdom, people. We can't. Please send we can't just wisdom. make that shit up. And we also can't just Google it because that's cheating. Yeah, you gotta we send it get to it us from you. Farm wisdom. Send us your questions. Send anything you want to mbmbam at maximumfun dot org. Speaking speaking of that domain, you can head there to find a bunch of great maximum fun programs. Stop podcasting yourself. Uh, gosh, Jordan, Jesse, go. Judge John Hodgman. Um, so many wonderful programs that you can enjoy. Uh, they're all waiting there for you. I got a new medical history program on Max Fun that I do with my wife, Sydney. It's called Sawbones. So check that out. And thank you so much for joining us. We'll be here with you next Monday, presumably. Also, thanks to John Roderick. Did you thank John Roderick? No, I was waiting for you to do it. Usually you do it. So I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. 
um, it's a it's a terrific album. I've been spinning it a lot. It's full of a lot of summer hits. So I also want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters okay. for the use of our theme song as a departure. It's been what like 160 episodes, and you've never like piped up about it. So like, well, just, you just always say like, I want to think. Can you say we? Right. I'm just saying. I like, thought after all this time that you were just like an ungrateful pig. No, it's just that like I want to say it, but I want to step in your toes. Griffin, do you have a final question this for us? This final Yahoo answer was sent in by Reedzilla. Thank you, Reedzilla. It's by Yahoo Answers user Molly, who asks, What happens at a Paul McCartney concert? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.